Hello all, my name is Brittany and this is the Exposing Grief Podcast where I continue to remove that stigma of grief and expose it for what it truly is, which is that natural and healthy way of living and loving. I'll also be adding a little bit of a twist. So this podcast will expose the work behind honoring your grief journey, showing you the real hardships and the unbelievable beauty that grief can bring. I'm thrilled to have you here. So let's get to ending the grief stigma and beginning to build hope. Hello, all my Exposing Grief listeners. Welcome back for another episode. We're halfway through March. I hope you are enjoying this series as much as I am. Grief, as we know, should be talked about all the time. Mental health really should be talked about, especially these experiences that we have that we go, um, what the heck was that? Or what do I do with this? Or oh, help me. So hopefully you're getting answers to some of those questions and you're getting more skills and tools to put in your toolbox to help you navigate your grief journey or whatever stressor you're going through. So I want to continue on with this month's series and talk about this idea of sitting with grief. Up to this point, you've probably heard me and a guest talk about the fact that sometimes the best thing we can do for our grief journey or really just our mental health in general, is sit in whatever emotion is coming up, particularly the, the unpleasant ones. However, there hasn't been a whole lot of room given to what sitting in it means and the purpose behind why anyone would want to do that in the first place. And there are many things in grief and just stressors in general that can be hard to grasp onto and make sense of it, which is why a grieving process can be so complex and difficult And this idea of sitting with grief is one of those things that's really hard to grasp onto and make sense. So in situations like this, I like to use metaphors in hopes of making them a little bit more tangible. Sometimes when we can remove a concept from our situation and place it out as its own thing, we can kind of look at it a little bit differently or we can get some different eyes on it. So hopefully this metaphor will help you in doing that. So I don't know about the rest of the world, but at least for Minnesota, where I am, it's been said that we've had the snowiest start to winter that we've seen in 30 years. And the week leading up to Christmas, Minnesota got a huge snowstorm, nothing compared to what Buffalo got or the ice storm that Seattle saw. And I hope you all are able to stay safe or you were able to stay safe and that you're all doing well. But we did get a significant amount of snow within two days, like the most snow I've ever remember seeing. And on the first day, I'm watching the snow come down and I'm thinking, hmm, I should get out and shovel to stay on top of it. So you go out there, you do your thing, and then you turn around minutes later, your driveway and sidewalks are covered in snow again. And then you're like, well, shit, I did all that work for it only to get covered up again. So I see this portion of the snowstorm similar to when grief is triggered and or when a really unpleasant emotion is triggered. Typically, our immediate response is, this is uncomfortable, I don't want to feel it, so I must take care of it or get rid of it right away. Totally valid, right? As humans, we don't like to place ourselves in uncomfortable situations. Why would we ever do that? That's a natural human response. Let's get rid of it. However, like I've talked about with my guests, at times that can create more stress and work than is necessary, just like shoveling while the snow is still coming down and predicted to do so for another day and a half. So instead, we decide to stay inside where it's warm, have a cup of hot chocolate, turn on some Christmas music, watch the snow fall, 
And when you're sitting with grief or an unpleasant emotion, this is what we're doing. You're recognizing it's there and determine that for right now, I'm going to benefit more from feeling it, allowing it to be there, and then doing small things to help make this time a little bit more manageable. So that's a disclaimer. When we talk about sitting in grief and sitting kind of in that discomfort, by no means are we saying sit in a position where you're going to just, you're going to be so dysregulated and it's going to cause more harm and just don't worry about it. Just sit. No. If boiling water falls on you, yes, we need to step in action and take care of it. So as long as there's nothing in your immediate surrounding harming you, there may be benefit in sitting in that grief while you also have your other tools and everything to help help manage that time. And when the trigger or emotion passes, you may find that you're in a better headspace to address the reason for why the trigger or emotion was there in the first place. Just like when the snowstorm passes, we are able to go out and properly clear our driveways and sidewalks and get rid of that snow and not feel like, well, shit, that was a waste of time. (laughs) So why would we ever do this? Why would we volunteer to sit in a state that's uncomfortable? Why not just get it out, get it out of the way, Get rid of it as fast as we can. Fair. These are very fair questions. And like I said, as humans, we don't want to place ourselves in uncomfortable situations. Why would we ever do that? When you think about striving towards change, what's typically the usual motto that comes with that? You can't change if you don't push yourself out of your comfort zone, right? Or there can be no change if you don't do something different. Sitting with grief or an unpleasant emotion is a tactic that's going to allow you to grow and achieve some sort of change, whether that change be gaining further insight into why the grief or the unpleasant emotion was triggered or learning how to better manage your stress. Sitting with grief at times is going to allow you to understand your experience a little differently than you do when you just quickly try and get rid of it. So think about it as similar to exercise. Sometimes we have to get uncomfortable And run a little faster or lift a little heavier to really see what we're capable of. Yeah, sure, it's going to be uncomfortable. But we may learn a lot in doing that. Whereas if we just stick with the speed that we're used to or the weight that we're used to, we'll never know how we've grown and where we might be able to continue to grow. Sitting with grief is the exact same idea. So the equivalent to running faster or lifting heavier when you're sitting with grief is maybe allowing some new emotions to be there while you're also taking proper precautions to be safe in that moment. Because by sitting in new emotions that are there, you may find something new. You may learn something new or you may discover a different route that will help you grow that maybe wasn't there before. So moving forward... When grief is triggered or an unpleasant emotion comes up, I encourage you to invite the idea of sitting with it. And there may be times that this isn't necessary. And there also may be times, just like we talked about, when we have the right tools and skills to help you along the process of sitting with the grief, that there can be a lot of benefit that comes with it. So really what it comes down to is it's about becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable. It's not something you may enjoy doing, but it's necessary for growth and healing. 
If you want some guidance on sitting with grief and becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm happy to assist you in any way that I can. I know this can be a foreign concept. I know this can be really hard to implement. And the way in which we implement it is going to look very, very different. So you deserve to create space to explore what might this sitting and grief process look like for me? How does that feel true to me? And if you want some guidance around that, I'm happy to assist you in any way that I can. If someone else is coming to mind as you listen to this episode and you believe, gosh, they might really benefit from this, please pass it along so they can hear this message and start implementing these tools in their own grief journey. And so we can also remove the stigma of grief in numbers one episode at a time. We'll chat soon. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Exposing Grief. I want you to know that you are playing an important part in removing that stigma of grief and in turn creating a world where expression of love for our living and deceased loved ones is acceptable and welcomed. For that, I am forever grateful to you. If you resonated with this episode today, please share it with someone you believe would benefit or I welcome any and all reviews so it's easier for others who need this hope in their life to find me. Here's to honoring your grief journey and empowering others to do the same. Until next time.